The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Bavakama daf Ayin and we will begin from the Mishnah and daf Ayin Tes So one of the important yesoides when understanding how Geneva and Gezela works is that in order for somebody to be a Ganev or a Gazlin, he has to do what's called Kenyone Geneva or Kenyone Gezela respectively. In other words, the Ganev in order to be deemed a Ganev, would have to go into the person that he's stealing from's Rishos and do some sort of Maisa Kenyan with the Chefetz HaGonev. If he does a Maisa Kenyan as being defined, something that would be considered a Kenyan in an ordinary Mekach Memkar, he now becomes a Ganev. Now, in contrast to someone that ordinarily does a Kenyan, who's kind of the Chefetz, the Ganev certainly is not kind of the Chefetz. But the oifen of how the Ganev becomes a Ganev, or the Gazlan becomes a Gazlan, is by doing something that ordinarily would be considered a Kenyan. We spoke out this in the beginning of Perak Merubah, for Chaim Briska, for Rabbachanon, that it's that Maisa Kenyan that ultimately is the reason that we find the Halacha, that Shinoi Kaina. Why is Shinoi Kaina? So the Gemara says, Ksiva Vitanino. Ksiva, it's learned out from the Pasuk, the Hezhev is like Zeila Shagazal, Im Kein Shagazal, Yachser. If it's not Kein Shagazal, if there was a Shinoi, there's no Mitzvah Sashov anymore. All the Torah really said was that once the Chayfetz has a Shinui, there's no Mitzvah Sashava. How does that make it that the Ganev was Kaina? Shinui is a Kenyan? It's not a Siba for Kenyan. Says Reb Chaim that really the Kenyan happened, Bashas the Ganev did the original Kenyan again. The only reason he couldn't be Kaina with that Maisa Kenyan is because there was a Chayfetz. Once the Chayfetz goes away, because once the Chayfetz has a Shinui, it's not Kenyan Chagazal anymore. There's no Mitzvah Sashava. If there's no Mitzvah Sashava, it's for that reason that you're going to be Kaina. But the point is, and that's really the one piece of background information that we need for today's daf, and that is that a Ganev and a Gazlin needs to do a Maisa Kenyan, or at least something that ordinarily would be treated as a Maisa Kenyan in order to become a Ganavar or Gazan. Says the Mishnah, if Ruben goes into Shimon's Rishos, and he steals Shimon's Chayfetz, he now took the Chayfetz out of Shimon's Rishos, he brought it into a Rishos Arabim, and he did Tvichom Mechira. So the Mishnah is going to say that Meshalom Tashlumi Arbav Chamisha. And the reason is because this Ganav did a Maisa Kenyan. The Maisa Kenyan that he did was when he took the Chevetz Agonav from the Rishos Abaylam, Chutz Meshusam, outside the Rishos Abaylam. That would ordinarily be a Kenyan Meshicha, taking something from one Rishos to another Rishos. And being that that's a Kenyan Meshicha, it constitutes Kenyan Geneva. So when you took him Rishos Abaylam outside of the Rishos Abaylam, that was the Geneva. If you did Tvichel Mechir afterwards, it's obvious why the Mishnah is going to say momentarily, Either way, that's the first case of the Mishnah. The second case is, Or the Chefetz was never in the Rishos of the Baylam. It belonged to Shimon, but it was outside Shimon's Rishos. It was in the Rishos Arabim. The Ganav stole it from the Rishos Arabim. Presumably, he moved it from point A to point B. So again, he did a Meshicha, because moving it from point A to point B in the Rishos Arabim is a Kenya Meshicha. And then afterwards, he brought the Chefetz into the Rishos Arabim. Or if everything happened, is in all of these three cases, you're going to pay Dalve. And again, the reason is because there was a real Geneva. And the reason there was a real Geneva is because there was a Meshicha. And even though it's not a regular Kenyan Meshicha where the Ganev could be kinder with it, but it is Kenyan Geneva, once you're a Ganev, you pay Kefal, you're going to be Meshalim Dalve. The contrast to that is, 
If everything would have happened in the Rosh Hashanah, then the Allah would be potter. Because if you never took it outside the Rosh Hashanah, it all happened in the Rosh Hashanah. The Mashiach is not a Mashiach, so there was no Kenyan Agnev. If there's no Kenyan Agnev, you're going to be part. It's a similar halacha. What if a Ganev, Reuven, goes into Shemiz Rishos, he wants to steal Shemiz Chayfet. He starts doing Mashiach. He's schlepping it from Shemiz Rishos outside of Shemiz Rishos. And as he's schlepping it, the animal dies. It died. The halacha is that the Ganev is going to be part. He never stole the Chayfet. Why didn't he steal the Chayfet? Because there was no Kenyan Agnev. Why was there no Kenyan Agnev? Because there was no Mashiach. If he schlepped it, from point A to point B within the Rishos Abayim, that would not be considered a Mashiach. Thus, it's not Kinyan Igneva. If it's not Kinyan Igneva, I'm going to be potter. It's like me tampering with your thing and then something happens to it. It's not my Achrayis. If I'm a Ganev, now I have a Chiyav Ashova. If something then happens to the Chayfet, I have to replace it. There's now a Chiyav Domen. But to the extent that I never became a Ganev, I'm going to be potter. What, however, would be if the Chayfet remained in Shimon's Rishos. So the Ganev went into Shimon's Rishos and he took his chayfet, but he didn't slap it, he picked it up. Oh, he picked it up, now you can be coined it with kinyon igneva, not meshicha, hagba, and hagba works bechal mokayim, even in the Rishos HaBailam, so now, ready, it's yours. Or, if you slapped it, and it in fact left the Rishos HaBailam, both of those cases, umes, if the animal dies, chayev, because then you are a ganev, once you're a ganev, you now have a chayv ashava, if something happens to the chayfet, you have to replace the chayfet, you have a chayv dom. Another halach, nasnu l'bechayrez benoi, and Rashi has two pshatim, had to learn this last part of the Mishnah. Rashi prefers his second shot. Moshin achrino ikor. So we'll go with Rashi's second shot. The case is where Reuven goes into Shimon's Rishos. Reuven's the Ganev. He walks into Shimon's Rishos. He sees that Shimon has a chayfet. He wants to steal it. But rather than just take it for himself, that would be a more classic case of Geneva, he sees that there's a Koyin who's in Shimon's Rishos. Reuven happens to have a Bechar for whom he has to do Pinyin Aben. He owes him five slums. He has a very convenient way of being Mekayim's mitzvah of Pinyin Aben. So he goes to the Koyin and he says, you see that Chayfetz right there? Take it for Pinyin Aben. He doesn't say it's mine, it's not mine, it's Reuven's, it's Shimon's. He doesn't insinuate anywhere that he's being a Ganev. The Koyin has no idea. Very innocently, or halachically speaking, Beshoigig, the... Koyim goes and he takes this chayfetz thinking, assuming that it probably belongs to Ruvain, the person that's giving it to him the Pinyin Aben. Or a similar case where he wasn't giving five slum to a Koyim, but he was paying up a Choyim. Or he goes over to someone and he says, sir, will you watch my chayfetz? He says, yeah, sure. Where's the chayfetz? It's right there. Whether that person that was going to watch it was going to be a Shemechinam, he wasn't getting paid, he was going to be a Shoyal, a Nesosachar, a he was renting it. It doesn't matter. Any of these cases, so now either the Koyim or the Balchayim or one of the shaymen took the chayfetz, thinking that it's okay for them to take it. They did meshicha, umez, and now the animal died. If the animal died, Ruven, who misled the koyin, the balchayv, or one of the shaymen, is going to be potter. Because although they were acting on behalf of Ruven the Ganev. So you can say that their Meshicha was like Ruven's Meshicha, in which case, now if something happened, they should be chai, but being that it never left Rishos Bailem, Umez Rishos Bailem Pater, they're going to be Pater, because again, you don't become a Ganev unless there was Kinyan Agneva. And Meshicha from point A to point B, Rishos Bailem is not Meshicha. Higbiya, if however, one of these aforementioned people in the Mishnah did a Hagbah, which is Kinyan Agneva, Oisha Itzir, Rishos Bailem, well, they took it out of Rishos Bailem, and then afterwards the animal died, Chayev, they're going to be Chayev. So really, the last Halacha the Mishnah is just another presentation of the same Yisoyit, and that is in order to be a Ganev, you have to do 
Kinyone Geneva. What's Kinyone Geneva? The Mishnah is working with two examples, either Mashiach or Agba, but the truth is there are other examples of Kinyone Geneva as well. We'll see a little bit more about that on Ahmed Bet. It's the obvious question. However, I don't understand technically this last case of the Mishnah. Because in this last case of the Mishnah, the Ganav himself is not the one that's doing Mashiach or the Agba. Nasu Lebecher is Benoi. Or to one of the Dal Shemim. They did the Mashiach, and the Mishnah is discussing is the Gan of Chayev because of what they did or not? that he says here, and he said that he repeats in other places in Shas, and that is, we mentioned this before, the only time you say in Shliach is if the Shliach knew he was doing an Aver. But if the Shliach was a Shaykh, he didn't know he was doing an Aver, you don't say in Shliach And the underlying Svara is part because the whole side of Ein Shlich is that you should have known not to become a Shlich. You should have realized that this was a chuk of a of some sort. Because Divri Arav, the Divri Atalmud, Divri Misha, who do you listen to? Hashem says, don't steal. I said steal. So you were listening to me, really? So you should have realized that this wasn't going to have any real effect. But to the extent that the Shlich is a he didn't realize he was doing something wrong. So there's no taina of Divri Arav, the Divri Atalmud, the Divri Mishoimim. That's Toysfus Yisoyed, and Toysfus is Mechiachit from the safe of this Mishnah right here. Again, a big Yisoyed that Ein Shlich is only if the Shlich is amazing. If the Shlich is a Shaygig, maybe you don't say it. Boy, I may, I may, I may. Clear the following question. So we know that Shoimrim have Chiyuve Shmira. Let's take a Shoyal, who's the most extreme. A Shoyal, Kalana Shaloi, he's Chayev for anything that happens to the Chayfets that he borrowed. Even if it was an Oynes, it doesn't matter. Oynes, Rechmana, Patre, ordinarily, but a Shoyal is going to be Chayev in Oynesen. In order for Shoimer to now be responsible for the Chiyuvei Shoimer, does he have to do a Maitza Kinyin in the Chayfetz in order to become a Shoimer? Very important Shiloh. Or maybe not. Maybe that in itself, that he's Makabal Chiyuvei Shmira, without doing a physical act, without doing a Maitza, a Kinyin, quote unquote, he can become a shomer. Amar Avieh, Mar Toshma. Bring you right from the mission that we just learned. Nasul lebecheres in the penai. Oy lebal chayvoi. L'shay mechinam u'l'shay l'neisus achol l'soychar. And what did the shay mechinam shay l'neisus achar and soychar do to this chayfetz? When they took upon themselves chiyuvei shmirah, the mission says, "Hayom moishchei liyotze." They were doing meshicha umeis peshos bailim potter. Says the Gemara, why did the Mishnah have to say that they were doing meshicha? Meshicha man docher shmek. Now we're trying to make a point with regards to the halachas of Geneva, but from the fact that we're telling the story in Azar Oifen that they did meshicha, it sounds like that they had to do meshicha. My love shoimer vishma mino tikno meshicha vishoimrin. So you see that you need to do a meshicha. Amalei told him no. Loy ganim. I have a whole different shot in this mission. Not the way we learned the mission when we said it. The meshich in the mission is not the shoimer. It's not the koyin. It's not the bachayv. It's the ganav. What does that mean? In the case of the dalit shoimrin, Ruvain gave. His chayfetz to Shimon to watch. Shimon is a shoimer, any one of the four shoimerim. And now Levi goes and he steals the chayfetz from the base shoimer. Says the Mishnah, Dalach will be. If he did Mishicha and he didn't leave the chayfetz and he died, you're going to be potter. Otherwise, you're going to be chay. But either way, he quickly rejected Rav Yema's raya from this Mishnah that Tiknu Mishicha the shoimer, because it could be you totally misunderstood the Mishnah. The Mishnah doesn't mean that the shoimer was the one doing the Mishicha. The Mishnah is discussing the Ghana doing Mishicha. But faith the Gemara, Hotanole Resha. We see that already in the Resha. We know the halacha that a Ghana that steals Al Yudei Mishicha 
depending on whether it left the chafetz or didn't left the, leave the chafetz, will determine whether or not he's a ganav. Zok the Gemara, ton a ganav shoyimim mibeis abaylum, the ton a ganav shegonav mibeis shoyimim. Could be the Mishnah wanted to tell me two different cases. Amalei Rav Ashi, loy titchayim, don't even listen to this. Mali ganav shegonav mibeis shoyimim, mali ganav shegonav mibeis bailum. But the bottom line is, even though the Gemara, for a fleeting moment, thought it could reject the Raya, the Mitzias is that Avada, when the Mishnah says that there was a Mashiach, it means the Shoymer did the Shiach, and if the Mishnah talks about a Shoymer doing Mashiach, must be Tiknu Mashiach of the Shoymerim, and the Gemara remains with the Shema Mina. Itmanami, Amra Balazik, Dech, Tiknu Mashiach of the Kuchos, just like in order to buy something, you would have to do Mashiach, Kach, Tiknu Mashiach of the Shoymerim, Tainami Hochi, Kedech, Tiknu Mashiach of the Kuchos, Kach, Tiknu Mashiach of the Shoymerim. So you have two Bryces that say the same thing. The second Bryce continues, Rukhshem Shakaki, and it does the Kasif Shavar Chazak, just like in order to be kind of Karka, Kasif so too, if you want to rent something, the soicher has to do a kinyan. A soicher is a shoimer. He would have to do a kinyan in order for the lease to go into effect. What kind of kinyan? Kesef shtar What exactly is the soicher renting? Is he renting metalton? You could be koina with a shtar. So the Gemara doesn't have a problem with kesef. And the Gemara doesn't seem to have a problem with chazaki either. The Gemara's kasha is shtar. You could be koina metalton the shtar. Why does the Gemara have a problem with kesef? Because that's really a sugi arucha in perikazah. Machlekes Rabbi Yechonin Rishlakish. Dvar Torah Mois Koinos. Midrabona Mois Koinos. But there's definitely a mokoim in the Torah of Alpeh to be koina metalton al yidei kesef. The Gemara's kasha is, what about shtar? So you can't tell me that schiris the metaltolin is chal because of shtar v'chazoka. Metaltolin, it's a regular king in the metaltolin is not chal because of shtar v'chazoka. Rav Chizda, Pashat the Teret, Schiris the Karka. You're right. The Mishnah, that Brisa doesn't mean Schiris the Metalplan. It means Schiris the And the point is, is that a Shemer has to do a Kenyan in order for the Chiyuve Shmira to be Chal. So, for example, if you're a Seicher, Karka, you'd have to do a Maisa Kenyan in the Karka. What's Kenyan in the Karka? Kesev, Shtar, and Chazaka. Omer Abelaz. Ra'u Shehitmin Bechorshin. If two Aden saw somebody hiding in a forest. He's ambushing someone. He wants to steal. The Tavach, Umachar, he stole the Chafetz. And afterwards, he did Fichel Mechira. Meshalem Tashlum, Arabah V'chamesh. He has to pay Da'ad V'hei. He's a Ghana. And the Gemara is going to, from here, segue into a Gadot Gemara, a whole Amud Gemara, with regards to the definition of a Ghana. Ma ben Ghana V'gaz. It starts with this Gemara right here. So there was a person that was hiding in a forest. The Tavach, Umachar, Meshalem Tashlum, Arabah V'chamesh. But first, we have one Lomdesha, point that we need to first learn. And that is, Amai, Haloi Moshach, the Ganev didn't do Meshicha. We just said that you have to do Kinyanik Neva. Where was the Kinyanik Neva? It says that he was hiding. We skipped the most important part. We skipped the Ganev part. You have to do a Maisa Gneva. And a Maisa Gneva is defined as a Maisa Kinyan. Where was the Maisa Kinyan? He did Meshicha, Sheikisha Bimako. It's talking about where he hit the animal, the animal moved. Thus, he did Meshicha. There's an obvious question over here. If all Rav Chizda is saying is that despite the fact that Rav Chizda didn't mention anything about a Kinyan, he really did do a Kinyan, so why don't you just say Pasha? The Gemara's Kasha was Valoi Mashach. So the Gemara's Ogin, Shemashach, he did do Meshicha. You're right, Rav Chizda meant that. He didn't mean to say he didn't. He did Meshicha. The Chiddush was that Ra'ush. He's as the Gemara is going to say in a minute what exactly the Chiddush is. Why did Rav Chizda have to come back with a fancy terror? 
It's true. He kisha, but if you hit an animal, the animal moves. It's like yishlap the animal. It's the same concept. It's going to be considered mashicha. So the rishonim say agavurchi kamash molon that a kisha b'makal is considered a mashicha. Meaning, it's true. The gemara could have just said shemoshach. That has nothing to do with the punchline of the gemara. But agavurchi kamash molon. Rav Chizda said that even if he was kisha b'makal, that too would constitute mashicha. That too would be fine. Based on that. If Rav Chizda is telling me the biggest chiddush, why don't he tell me even a bigger chiddush? The Allah is that if you want to do Meshicha on an animal, you don't even have to hit the animal. You can call out to the animal, and if the animal moves, thus has Eichet Meshicha. So Meshicha can happen on three levels. You yank the animal, you hit it, and you get it to move, or you call its name, you startle it. And it moves. So if we're telling us the biggest chiddish, why don't we say that? Says the Lechem Mishnah, the Kitzur L'Shoyme, if you look it up inside, Vaisleis from this Gemara, that if somebody would call someone else's animal, and the animal would move, in Hilchitz Kinyone Gnev and Kinyone Gzela, it wouldn't be Din Kinyone Gnev and It's true. The Mekech Umemka, when you learn Perek HaMoyches Asfina, the fifth Perek HaMasechtas Bava Basra, or when you learn the Sugis in the end of the first Perek HaMasechtas Kedushin about Kinyonim, that would constitute Mashiach. But here we're learning about Kama. We're learning Merubah. We're talking about Kinyon and Kinev and Kinyon In the Sugis of Merubah, that's not considered Mashiach. Calling out and it going, says the Lechemishta, Haloi Damya. Fight's place, it's not the same. The question, however, is, Sarich Beer. Say the Achreinim, the Beer in the Lechemishta is a Ketsuis Achreishin, Simen Shimem Ches, Simen Sameach, Sivkotten Beis. The Ketsuis over there is Medayek, the Shoinai Hazov, Shorashi, in Perik Shnai Moichsen. Rashi is above a Metziah Daf Yudam Beis. And he's discussing a Gemara that we learned together here in Perik Merubah, where the Gemara says, and Himotzi Timotzi Biyodoi, regarding the Ganev, and we learn from there that Yad is Lavdafka, but a Ganev can be Koina, the Chefetz that he's stealing. In other words, he can do Kinyonig Neva, even Al Yudai Kinyichotzer. Kinyichotzer is a very important Kinyin, just like you can do. A woman can be divorced if the husband throws the get into her chatzar. There's a concept of kinyan chatzar. Kinyan chatzar is a kinyan hamoyl when it comes to Geneva. Zok Rashi, on that same Gemara, above Metziah Daf Yudamid Beis, Tanya, Eli Eliyado, Egagi Chatzer, Vikarfifa Minayim, Tamaloy Marmi, Matsi Says Rashi, Vizel Shoinai. Gagoi Chatzer, Kigoin Shinichnesel Rishusai, Vino Aldefanel. How's a gun of Kinyan with Kinyan Chatzer? If the Chayfetz Agonov would enter his Rishos, and he would do something. V'no'a b'fana'a. Frank says, why do Rashi have to say V'no'a b'fana'a? Those two words are extra. They're not necessary. Because the halacha and the sugis of Chatzar is that if I own a Chatzar, Hamishtameris, that is the criteria. As long as it's a Chatzar that I have some sort of domain over, I'm watching it, a Chatzar Hamishtameris is koina, even if I don't do any mice at all. There's no noble for now. So why did Rashi have to add over here a noble for now? Says the Ketzois, Vais Tois and Rashi, that Rashi held, that although the way you become a Ganav or a Gazan is Ayyide Kinyonig Neva Kinyonig Zela, but you have to do a Maisek Neva or a Maisek Zela. And that's in contrast to ordinarily Kinyonim, where you don't have to do a Maisa, such as my Chatzar, as long as it's Mishtameris, it can be kind of. So it's true, the criteria to be a Ganav and a Gazan is to do Kinyonig Neva Kinyonig Zela. But you have to do a little bit more. The criteria is that plus one caveat that there had to be a Misa. And if there's no Misa, you can't become a God of an Agaza. And says the Ptois that the MS is this Rashi's a Chiddush. Because you could have argued that 
when we say you have to do a maisa, the maisa has to be done in the chayfetz haganav. In the chayfetz haganav. Rashi saying a chiddush, and that's really the limud of yodai that as long as I do a maisa, even though the maisa was in the chotzer, it was not before now. I didn't do the maisa in the behemah itself. That will also be considered a maisa. But the point is, you have to do a maisa. That's the view in Lachem Mishnah. Lachem Mishnah says that you see from this Gemara that the biggest chiddush in Kenya Meshicha when it comes to Ganev Gzela is the Kishan Why don't we say a bigger chiddush? You called out to it and it moved. That's also Ganev of Gzela. Vaisley says the Lachem Mishnah loy And even though in Hilchas Kenyan and Makal Terukul that would be considered a Kenyan, but when it comes to Ganev Gzela, it's not going to be. What's the difference? The difference is the choice. The difference is that when it comes to being a Ganav and a Gaza, you have to do a Maiso. So Yikishav Amakal, that's a Maiso. Being that I did a Maiso, I'm going to be a Ganav and a Gaza. If I just yell out on it, Dibur is never a Maiso. If it's not considered a Maiso, that's why I wouldn't be a Ganav. Either way, they bring here on the bottom the Festa Magia on the Ktsois that the Machna Ephraim and Hilchas Gzela Simen Yud Beis Chilik Al Rabbeinu the Sviralei the Gaza and Chayev Afpalei Osa Maiso and he brings from Rabbis Zalman and Evan Ozel, Imre Moshe, Rabbi Chanan and Kevich Yurim. So, this is a real hot button sugya with regards to this. You cited the Ktsais, Simon Sameach, Uzbez. A Ganav or a Gazan says the Ktsais has to do a Maisa. It's not enough that he does a Kenyan. It has to be a Maisa. That's why Chatz Mishnah wouldn't work. That's why Rashi had a lake to the Noah before now. Machna Ephraim argued, others argued as well. One big kasha that he discusses at length here on the bottom that the Achreinim are all bothered with on the Ktsois is a Kofi B'Bikadon. A Kofi B'Bikadon is a Gazan, not a Ganev, but a Kofi B'Bikadon is a Gazan. The problem is when I'm Kofi B'Bikadon, did I do a Maisa? What Maisa did I do? I was just Kofi B'Bikadon. I mean that all I did was be Kofi B'Bikadon. Why is that considered a Maisa Gzela? So he brings from the Imre Moshe, he said maybe that's the beer in a well known Shver Rambam. The Rambam says a Kofi B'Bikadon has to be Kofi B'Bikadon. If he's Kofi B'Bikadon, this is why the Rambam say that you have to be a Kofi B'Bezin, because really every Kofi B'Bezin should not be a Gazan, because he didn't do a Ma'is Exela. There's a Bezunder Chiddush that if the Kfir was B'Bezin, based on Limudim, either way, Geshmak or Rei, want to take a look in the Magia on the Ketzois, Shim Memches, Siv Cotton Beis. Zok the Gemara. Either way, Rav Chizda said a ha, Rav Eloza said a halacha, Ra'u Shehitmin B'Churshin, two Edim see Ruvain hiding in a forest, he does Meshicha on Shimon's Chayfetz, V'tavach Umachar, he's a Ganev, and he has to pay Dalit V'hei. Freik to Gemara a Kasha. What if he was in a Ganev and a Gazlan? The Gazlan goes in broad daylight and he steals. The Ganev is more discreet. He tries to do it when nobody's looking. The case was Ra'usha Hitman. It's true that he was hiding, but they saw him. And being that they saw him, he wasn't really hiding. And it's for that reason it should be treated as a gazlan and a ganav. But the Gemara says, no, keep it a kabitra. Minayu ganavu. It started off that he tried hiding. The fact that he didn't hide so well doesn't make him into a gazlan. Says the Gemara, the gazlan hechidami. What then is a gazlan? Meaning, if a person tries hiding, but he's not really hiding so well, he's still considered hiding and he's a ganav. So what then is a gazlan? Amravavok, goin biniyo ben yoyoda. Shenemar vayigzal esachonis miyadar mitzri vayargeo b'chani. So old school. He went right up to the mitzri. He took his chonis. He killed. There's no, he wasn't trying to hide. He didn't make believe he was hiding. How you doing? Boom. That is going to be a gazlan. He had a different example from Nach. The balishchem, and this is in Shoftim Perek Tess. Shenemar vayasimu le balishchem ma'arvim. The balishchem were ambushing. Al Rosh 
Harim on the top of the mountains, and they would steal everything from everyone that passed by. Why did Rabbi not learn from the Bali Shechem? They were hiding. It says they were ambushed. Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan did learn from the Bali Shechem. He said, because the They weren't hiding from people. Meaning maybe people behind them saw. Don't worry that people are going to see the Deganovim. They had no problem with that. They just were ambushed. They didn't want the people that they're stealing from to notice that they're there. So it was more of an ambush. It was less a covert operation. Either way, some subtle chilik that Rabbi Yechanan said, but the chilik in the Ghanav and the Ghazlin is, a Ghazlin goes up and he steals, incidentally, the first Pasuk, is the Pasuk that's quoted throughout Shas by the Rishonim, as the example, the seminal of what Gezela is, the Ganav is someone that does it a little more discreetly. Why did the Torah treat the Ganav more stringently than it did the Gaza? Where do you find that the Ganav is treated more stringently? The Ganav pays Kefal. A Gazlan only has to pay The Gazlan, at the very least, equated the covet of the Edishta to the covet of an Evet. Vizeh, but the Ganev Loihishva, Kvait Evet, Kvait Kainai. He was very worried about Kvait Evet, but he wasn't worried about Kvait Kainai at all. Kaviyochel, Asa Ayan Shalmatik, Ilain Iroya, Vaizen Shalmatik, Ilain Shalmatik. I mean, he's worried about who's looking, who's listening. So he took into the equation who's looking and who's listening. In Cheshvan Yedishta. He wasn't worried about it. In fact, Hashem is looking. Hashem is listening. So, and it's for that reason that he's treated more stringently. Three different sukkim that suggest that there's a concept where a person can act as if Kodesh Baruch Hu is not paying attention. So although the Gazlan disregarded Hashem too, but at the very least, he didn't treat Hashem any less or any worse than anybody else. The problem with the Ganav is that he was loy hishva and it's for that reason he's treated more strangely. There were two people in the city. And they made a party. They both made a party. One of them invited the townsfolk but he didn't invite the Bnei HaMelech. The Echad Loi Zimein as Bnei Ha'ir. For Loi Zimein as Bnei HaMelech. It was a VIP event. He didn't invite anybody. Who is going to be punished worse? The one that didn't invite anybody. Okay, you didn't invite anybody. But you invited the Bnei Ha'ir. You didn't invite the Bnei HaMelech. Now already it's not so posh. Let's stop here. So we have over here Ma Bein Ganav the Gazlin, the difference between the Ganev and the Gazlin is the Ganev was loy hishva kvayt evelik kvayt kainai. The Gazlin was hishva kvayt evelik kvayt kainai. Three ha'aris on this gemara. Ha'ar number one. Also, ayin shalmata kilo eneiraya va'ozen shalmata chalmala kilo eneshemas. This is obviously a play on the Mishnah in the beginning of. The second parak in Pirkei Yavis. Estakul b'shloishet varim v'einat abal de avera. Da malamala memuch. Ayin roya v'ozen sheimas v'chol masecha b'seichet neftav. A person would recognize. He'd be cognizant of these three things. Einat abal de avera. Ayin roya v'ozen sheimas. It's a play on words. This ganev was also ayin shomato kilo enayroya v'ozen shomato kilo 
Eino Shoimas. It's interesting, Rabbi Yoyna, on that Mishnah of Estakov Shloishad Varim, Enat the Bode Avera is bothered. Why is it Shloishad Varim? It's really one thing. It's one Yisoy that a person should realize. And that is whatever he does, Kaddish Baruch who's watching. He's listening, he's watching. It's all the same. The idea is that even though you look around and you don't see anyone noticing what you did, there's always someone that's watching what you're doing. Why is it istakal b'shleishet varim? Isn't it istakal b'davar echad? There's one you say that you have to, it's three things, you're supposed to be ayin, da'ozen, that's how you're supposed to go about it, or you're supposed to realize, because Baruch Hu knows everything that's going on. Why is it shleishet varim? Says Rabbi Yoyna, the idea is that we're trying to be mamcheshet. That's what the Tana of the Mishnah was trying to do. You're right, it's one Yisoyed. You want to break it down to its fundamental principle? It's one Yisoyed. That the Ebishter is always paying attention to what you're doing. But we were trying to be Mamcheshet. And just like if you were going to tell something to your friend, you would look around, is anyone looking? Is anyone listening? That's how you would go through the motions to make sure that you're safe. It's in that same vein, you should live it as if it's real. As if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mamish and ayin roya, he's a noisin sheimah. So from a Yisoyed standpoint, it's one. But in terms of internalizing and living it, you're supposed to be mamcheshed as if there's something very, very real that's around. And if it can't see, maybe it can at the very least hear and listen. It's not so much as far as three Yisoydes, but three ways of internalizing this idea. I'll just tell you something interesting. So I saw in the Sefer Anaf Eitz Ovis from Rav Vadi Yosef, that's all. So he brings that Ubedeireinu. So he gives this Musashmuz about the Ayan Roya and the Ezid Shemas. So he was talking to his generation. So he says, you know, now, Imispatchus Hamado, now with the advancements in science and technology, Mischazekes Oamuno. Amuna becomes much, much stronger. Share imham tsos, machshar ha televizio. Today we have a television. Roya odem darko, masha misrachish, afilo baris separis. So you could be in Eretz Yisrael watching TV. Don't try this at home. And you could see what's going on in the United States. You could see what's going on on the other side of the world. Limreisha ha merchak mikan lusham hu merchak otsum. Vechen shemeya, mashinem asham derech ha televizio va telephone. So Avadi Yosef said, hey, we have a television, something called a telephone. So you can be mamchit, you can internalize, like Rabbi Yoyna says, he wants you to internalize this. You can internalize this idea that even though I don't see it in front of me, doesn't mean that there isn't somebody on a television screen and a monitor of some sort watching what you're doing. I was just thinking, Rabbi Yosef obviously wrote this when that was advanced technology. But nowadays, I think we're taking it to a, a whole nother level. So if, if what Rabbi Yosef said, Ubedeireinu ze emispatchus hamado, how true that would be today with the internet, social media, GPS technology, surveillance technology. It's so advanced. A person literally cannot hide for one second. Not yourself, not anything you've written, not anything you've said. It's unbelievable. And we're still probably in the infancy stages as far as technological advancements go. So in 20 years from now, who knows what the world's going to look like. But the point is, once upon a time, the Ayin Roya, the Eisen Shemas, is a member, they say, oh, from the Chafetz Chaim. He says, oh, now that they, there's a telephone, you can internalize what it means that there's an Eisen Shemas. I mean, Kalvachimer, who could have fathomed what we have today? It's so posh. You'd have to be a shaita to be somewhat whether it's possible that because I did something 10 years ago one day I'm going to have to give Dinvachajman for it it's so obvious it's so posh that's R number one R number two is it's Yadua from the Briskarov in the end of Parshish Kiseitze, in the parish of Amalek, so the Pasuk describes Amalek as Veloyore Elikim. They were the epitome 
of E Yiras Alikim. Why would they need epitome of E Yiras Alikim? Says the Briskarov, you have to read the Pasik. Zohar is Asha Osalcha Molik Baderch Batsh Khamimitsraim. Asha Karka Baderh, Vayizanib Bhakola and Achsholamacharecha, the Atta Oyavyogevala Yorikim. Khazal say Rashi brings it, Vata Oyavyogeya, that Amolik, they were very calculated in terms of when they chose to attack Klayasra. They went after the Yiddin when they were tired, when they were worn down. They felt that that was the best time to pounce. That was the best time for them to make their move to go after Klai Yisrael. Meaning, they were looking for an opportune time to attack the Yiddin. They were making calculations, taking things into consideration, but they didn't take one thing into consideration. They didn't take the Abish into consideration. Says the Pasuk, You're making Cheshbonus. Like, you're like the Ganev. You're hiding. You hit me in Bechushin. But you don't take the Abish into consideration. That's the definition of The Spitz is when a person makes Cheshbonus and he doesn't take the Abish into Cheshbonus. So that is the Spitz of Vlayare Elokim. Bederich Agav, I always thought that you find in the end of the Megillah, the Rabbi Me'ameoretz Mesiahadim, at the end of the whole story, Kinof al-Pachad ha-Yehudim Aleyem. The Ameoretz, they all wanted to be Jews, Mesiahadim. Everybody wanted to be, it was cool to be a Jew. The Rabbi Me'ameoretz Mesiahadim, why? Kinof al-Pachad ha-Yehudim Aleyem. You find by Mordechai also, Mordechai Yehudim went out. Kinof al-Pachad Mordechai Aleyem. It's such an interesting thing. When else in Jewish history do you ever find that people were afraid of the Jews? Kinof al-Pachad ha-Yehudim Aleyem. They respected them. People were afraid of the Yidin. They wanted to be Yidin, not because they respected them, because they were afraid of them. But I think the beer is, Rashi says, that the reason Amalek is because they were the ones that brought into the world. The Yidin left Mitzrayim. The world was sittering. Everybody was afraid. They heard about nobody wanted to go near the Jews. Amalek showed that they don't care. They were cold. They had no problem attacking the Yiddin. They lost. But says Rashi, despite the fact that they lost, they cooled off the waters for everybody else. They now gave other people the feeling that it's okay, at the very least, to attack the Yiddin. Amalek was the Seba of Iyir Asalikim in the world. What happened at the end of the story of Purim? There was a Nitzachim Keneged Amalek. Haman was Bnei Banav Shal Amalek. The Tagimianist says that all the people that died during the Purim story, they were all Amalekim because there was a Kiyom of Mochi Timcha Zecher Amalek that took place during the Purim story. What happens when you remove Amalek? You go back to the where the world was before Amalek. Far Amalek. There was Shamu Amin Yugazin, Chalach Azrejah Beloshes. Kolkama Amalek was in the veld. It was Vlayori Elikim. But the moment there was a temporary Nitzachim Kenegra Amalek, we went back to the way things were. We went back to everything be, being perfect. And we'll just conclude. Omovart? Ah, a little bit more rain. Rabbi Yechon Zakai said, We'll just end with this. The Ben Yoda says that there's a Kabbalah. He said he saw the Chidah brings it in the Sefer Pesach Hainayim. There's a Mesoira. That wherever the Gemara says, The Gemara is only giving one reason for it. But really there's other reasons. 
Mipnei ma, that Lashon, which you find sometimes in Chazal, you find it in the Gemara sometimes, it means that this is just the first reason, or one of the reasons, but really there's other reasons. It means there's other reasons why the Ganev is more common than the Gaza. The question is, what are those other reasons? So one of the reasons that the Ben Yadah says is because if you look at Nasser Sadibris, it says Loisignoif. Loisignoif is one of the Ten Commandments. It doesn't say Loisignoif. It says Lois Signoiv. And being that it says Lois Signoiv, that means it's in Daseris Adibris. If it's in Daseris Adibris, people are probably more afraid of it than they are of other mitzvahs. Because whatever is in Daseris Adibris is Hamiri. It's something that people take very seriously. I mean, that people take it very seriously, says the Ben Yoyodo, it's for that reason you should be punished more harshly. Because if it's something that people fashte is very chamor and you did it anyways, it's for that reason that you should be punished. Incidentally, the Rambam and the Marin of Vuchim, the Rambam and the Marin of Vuchim says, you know why the Ganev is punished more than the Gazlan? He says, because the more shchiyach an Avera is, the more chamor the, the punishment should be. So he says, what's more shchiyach, to be a Ganev or a Gazlan? A Ganev. Not everybody has the self-confidence to walk over to somebody, give me your money or your life. In broad daylight. But uh, he was a satsvah. But the average person is not going to do that. So usually, if somebody wants to steal, he does it discreetly. So the Ganev is more likely to steal than the Gazlan. Additionally, says the Rambam, it's more likely to steal behemoths, back in the day, than it is to steal chafetzim. Why? Because where do people keep their possessions? In their house. Where do you keep your animals? In the chatzar. So being that you keep them in the chatzar, it's a little bit more likely. That's why you find Dawud Vehei on the behemoth. You don't find Dawud Vehei when it comes to an ordinary chafetz that was stolen. The Rambam continued. The Rambam says you pay five for the shor, you pay four for the set. What's the reason for that? He says because sheep, they usually are in herds. They're together. There's a shepherd that can watch many sheep. But he says if you ever see a shvarim, in a farm, for example, or in a, in a field, you can go to a safari or a zoo, but the, the point is that they're not together. One is here, one is this, so it's easier to take them away, it's easier to steal them. The more cow it is to do the Avera, the more likely it is more that the Avera is going to be done, and the more likely it is, the more likely it is to do the Avera, the more common the punishment is going to be. That's what the Raman says in the Murder of Akbar. Either the Ben Yayada says, uh, he says that it's more common and it's for that reason you should have been more careful and that's why you're going to be punished. Again, why is it because in the Sarah Sadibris it says Signa. but just one food for thought we'll leave it at this and that is it says Signa in the Sarah but Rashi brings a Chumash what does Signa in the Sarah Sadibris mean? It doesn't mean steal somebody else's shar somebody else's there. it means Signa because look at uh, it says Sinaf, it says Sitzach with Shabbos we're about things that there's a Chimim so, so we're talking begoyin of nefashis. Begoyin of nefashis. Is there a difference between a ganav and a gazlan? Is there a chilik between a ganav and a gazlan when it comes to begoyin of nefashis? Let's say somebody would be begoyin of nefashis in broad daylight on the, in the style of ayigzal asachonis meyada mitzri. Would he be considered a begoyin of nefashis? He's chayv misa, you have all that lochis. At first glance, it would seem to be a chiddish to be bechalik between the ganav and gazlan. So I looked around a little bit. I saw in the Sharm Mitzion of Alocha, he brings from the grip Rabbi Yeruchim Fischl, Yeruchim Fischl Perlau, who cleared this Shaila, and he said it's Pashat L'Chayra at first glance, that there's no chilik between a Ganev and a Gazan when it comes to Ganev Nefashis. Ganev moment, you find this chilik in Halacha. But Ganev Nefashis, why should it be a chilik? Either way, the Ben Yayod is telling to the Lysignoid that it says, but Ganev Nefashis, to this Shmuz, the fact that Ganev is Muhammad and Gzela, Pashat, he probably just means that the Torah used the Lashon Neva, the Torah used the Lashon Gzela.